Now introducing the best podcast on the planet. This is Trash Talk. Here's your host, Alex Acosta. What's up, everybody? We're back again with a new episode. Welcome back to Trash Talk with your host, Alex Acosta. Uh, but today is going to be a little different. Today, we actually have our first true guest star. Uh, he goes by fashion. You can follow him on Instagram at prod.fashion. All his links are in his bio. Uh, Kevin Osorio, welcome. How you doing? Good, man. It's an honor to be here. It's an honor to have you. Really, it is. Especially because, you know, we've been going, we go from way back. We do. Especially like two years now yeah. that we've known each other. And now that we're both doing some pretty good things, you know, it's great to actually sit down and have a good talk. Yeah, I'm glad that you were here. You know, when I started this, uh, Xavier's here with us too. Xavier told us that um, you're interested in being on this. And honestly, like, I've been listening to your beats. If you don't know, he makes music and it's really good. Honestly, like, the snippets you post are really good. I actually enjoy listening to what you put out. But uh, yeah, we've been boys for a long time now. And um, I started a podcast, you're doing music. So I guess it was time for a collab. Facts. How you been, man? I'm ready for it. I'm been good. You know, starting a business, and as you know, with the podcast, it's a lot of alone time, and not just alone time. It's a lot of thoughts in your head, and um, you know, the culmination of your brand and the business that you put out to the world is just all the thoughts that go in our head coming to reality, and that's why everybody else you see online is everybody's so different. Yeah, everyone is really different. Like, um, last night I stayed up and I was just looking around and, um, where I was looking around, um, and we're looking at different podcasts and it was just like, everything was different. So like, nothing is the same. And that's probably the same thing with like the music industry. Like Mm -hmm. no one is truly the same. Like you might make the same music, the beat might look the same and sound the same, but no one is truly the same in what they do and how they become who they are, you know? So that's very true. People are grimy, though. They're very like, grimy. I'm going to tell you right now, everybody's different, but I don't know about podcast stuff. I feel like it would be different because everybody it's a different vibe. But um, music industry, there's a lot of people that not just envy you, but like they don't want to see you win. I think that's in any, though, any um, major occupation, though. You know what I'm saying? Any industry, like. It's everyone for themselves. And you kind of feel that way, too. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. Because I feel like I've been taken advantage of multiple times. And, I I mean, I'll just get into it right away. Like, I got offered a management deal. I'm not going to disclose any names because, you know, that's not how I do business. But um, I I got into a management deal where – I know. I'm going to put into this. I was watching Shark Tank. Okay. Uh, like over the weekend because I was in Florida and that's the only thing that was on TV. I was watching it and like we have these millionaire investors offering like five to ten percent equity on someone's business. Yeah, equity five to five to ten percent is basically they own ten percent of the whole company, right? So if the company makes a million dollars, that investor gets a hundred thousand dollars. You know, so that ten percent was the highest they would ever go. I had this manager come up to me, and especially because I wasn't very experienced, so um, I. I spent a lot of time with this, but he was basically trying to manage me for 40% of a 360 deal. So every Jeez. single penny I make, no matter how it comes into my pocket, he would be able to get 40%. And I didn't know at the time, I thought that was a pretty good deal. Yeah, I did. Cause I didn't know shit, but then I realized like that is so great. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. like 40% uh, of my whole business. Half, basically. Like, uh, yeah. And not even being half is i'll explain to it later once we get to it but my business model is very extensive to the point where like i know i'm gonna make it doing what i'm doing okay right? so one of the biggest things why i didn't sign it was because i know what i know what i'm doing and i know it's the right way yeah right so it's just time is time is key i just gotta be patient and i can't rush into it you know i got lucky that i was smart enough to hire i hired two lawyers Smart. No, it's very smart. It's a it, it's a lot of money to hire lawyers. <laughs> like, it's a lot of money. I bet it is. That shit was not fun. I remember I, I had to. I, I remember I asked my my dad for help. So he helped me hire one, then I hired the other one. 
you know, but I got to a point where, you know, music has allowed me to do it myself now. You know, I don't need yeah. to ask my, my parents anymore. They do still help me out with a few things, but, you know, I, I know in the future I want to be the one helping them. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, I under, I, I understand that 100%. And um, when you started, let me ask you, like, honestly, when you started who you are now, do you think you're the same person? No, not at all. Like, 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 of course, like when we started, like, we're like, oh, like, we're going to trust and accept everyone and everything. Like, doesn't that little humbleness that you had, that, that just goes away, right? Yeah, especially after what I just told you. Yeah, you know. Like, like, I, like I was, so I started back in my junior year in high school. I was just chilling. I used to make music. I used to DJ for, like, like a few months. I used to, like, listen to EDM and put, put all the mixes together. And then one day I was chilling at the lunch table and my boy, I don't know why, but he brought a laptop to school, like the school one, the school laptop. We usually keep it at home. He brought it to school and he had this USB and he's like, yo, I just got the cracked version of FL Studio, which is the platform you make beats on. I had no yeah. idea what that was. And it's like, I was like, what is that? And he like plugged it into his computer. He downloaded it during school and he just showed me, he's like, oh, so this, it looked like rocket science, you know, mm-hmm. it was a weird platform. And he's like, this is how you make actual music. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, come get that on my, my computer. So he came over one day and then he downloaded it. And then that was like my first actual experience of having that shit was dumb illegal. I'm sitting there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyone listening, uh, we did it by the book. We did it by the book. <laughs> two lawyers. Yeah, I just That's why he has two lawyers for that reason right there. I just exposed myself. No, no, but I, I have the full version now. And after this episode, you will be going to jail, so it's all good. I have the full version now, though. But, um, so he came over, and that was, like, my first actual experience to uh, music, mm-hmm. you know, creating music. I had that. I didn't know how to use it, so... I went back to using my dad's Mac. He had GarageBand, which everybody has on their phones. Yeah, yeah, everybody has GarageBand. I have like still the original beats on my SoundCloud that I used to make on on GarageBand. And then I used to just I didn't re- I didn't really take beats serious, but I I told myself I told my friends I was a beat maker, but I didn't really do anything. Like yeah. That. I came into my freshman year, and Xavier came over to my room one day, and I was just making a beat. And he's the one that told me, yo, you should put this out on YouTube. And I was like, nah. <laughs> I was like, nah, not yet. And then he left. And then I really thought about it. And then that's when I posted my first video. Okay. It was because of Xavier. It was you the, still have that first video? Yeah, it's on my YouTube channel. It's uh, the it's called Control the Quality. And it's just like uh, a very club beat going to like, uh, it's just, it's like a building. You know, okay. I, I, got the, I got the video off like a, like a free video site. And I just edited it. Wow. And then that's just like the rest is history. You know, I just been going. And then I took it super serious during the pandemic. Yeah. You know, so much free time. There's nothing to yeah, do. Yeah, you had so much time. I wish I would have started during the pandemic. That's that's when I really did start. And then honestly, I just taken advantage of all the opportunities that I am able to achieve. Yeah. And get what did you achieve so far? It's crazy, man. Cause I it's all right, so in a span of a year, it's right now it's November, right? Yeah. It's about to be December. Mm-hmm. I started officially, officially last December 14th okay. when I started posting every single day. I haven't missed a single upload since December 14th. Since that day, I've generated 13,000 followers on my Instagram. Over 40,000 watch hours on YouTube. I have been in a studio session with a Def Jam assigned artist. He made his name is Young Cassius. He made music with uh, Chef G. Wow, really? That's my guy. My boy, my boy Nick Corridor brought me there. He he put me on. For sure. But that story is crazy. I'm about to put you onto that story. Me I like my that shit was that was bad. But um I did that. And my most excited one is about a month ago. I was in a studio session with a Pop Smoke platinum producer. Yeah. And a Migos platinum producer. Did you meet the Migos? No, I was with their producer. Wow. That's and sick. also I was there with their with his name is Manny Flex. I was there with his manager, J- JSD Beats. And he made music for 
let's just say he's a very important guy. He made music with <laughs> um, Justin Bieber, wrote lyrics for him. He made music with, um, it's running my mind right now, uh, Designer. He made the one Designer song with, ah, I forgot who was the song with. But it was a Casanova. designer. Oh, the Casanova designer song. I forgot the name wow. of it. He That's made crazy. the he made the track for that. You know, these are really they're people that are in the industry. High level guys. Yeah. And then yesterday, I was actually I got paid fifty bucks an hour to you know go to a different college and show somebody beats. Yeah. You know, so in a span of a year, I'm getting paid for my time now. You know, I'm getting paid fifty bucks an hour for. Just to come over and show. No, that's me. good, and that's like, what you want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like that's what we always wanted, and that's what from your junior year. That's what you've always wanted. That's sick, bro. Like, that's fucking. That's 50, amazing. Fifty bucks an hour for my time. Like we literally <laughs> just hung out. Like what we're doing right now. But I'm getting. Yeah, for real. Me. Because it's like all you have to do is kind of show them what to do, and then you get to know each other. Really, you know. That's that's amazing. It's and then today, I'm not gonna disclose so much information because I actually don't know what it's gonna involve around, but. When I met up with the, it's all about one thing. It's connections, right? So all the yeah. people you meet um, on your podcast and stuff, it's good to keep a good connection with them. Because I got brought into that studio room because of somebody from UA. Okay. Put me onto that. He took me to the studio session, and then you gotta always find ways to invest in yourself and keep connections alive. Yeah. Right. So in order for me to get those I was chilling with those producers. I could have gone, chilled there, and then left and not get their Instagrams, not get nothing. But the first thing I did was like, yo, let me get your gram. Sure. Yo. Yeah. And then once I got all of them to follow me back, right? So now I have real platinum producers following me back, which are followed by a lot of the producer community, mm-hmm. right? And now since a lot of the producer community are following them, they can see that they follow me. Yeah. So that right there it just uh, improves the social validity, the social proof that you sadly you need it in order to succeed right yeah. like if you start getting followed by joe rogan that's just gonna it's just yeah like it just everything proof. flows man yeah and i need just, that shit it's just like sadly that's just the way things rock in the world now everybody wants validation to see validation well the best of the best have the most validation you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah. so it's like what you're saying is exactly what you need to do like you could have missed out on the opportunity to not follow these producers. You could have just sat there, said thank you, and you could have left. And what would that have done? I actually, know? I actually, they were talking, and I, I like, I literally interrupted their conversation. Yeah, which is like something rude to do, but I, I was like, because we were leaving, and I was like, nah, I, there's no way. No, but like you had to do that because yeah, like, I interrupted them, and I was like, because nah, let me get them. Yeah. Convinces. Like, you have to kind of put yourself first, especially in this industry that you're doing. You have to just take advantage of everything. Like, I don't know if you ever heard, you probably have, when Pop Smoke was in um in the studio with 50 Cent, and 50 Cent's just talking, and Pop Smoke's writing everything down. It's like, you he took advantage of the fact that he has this fucking mogul in front of him, and he's just writing down everything, and he took advantage of that. Mm-hmm. And you had you took advantage of that, you know? And like, you did exactly what you needed to do now to get yourself into that producer industry. And now you have people following you and you're following people in the same industry you're doing. Mm -hmm. So eventually like you will blow up because just of one moment where you took advantage of it, you know, like, yeah, it was probably rude that you interrupted them, but they probably saw it in a way where it's like, this kid really wants it, you know, like, and you do like, you do want it because you took advantage of your one opportunity Yeah, for you, man. He was while while um, the producer, his name is Fritz. He was talking. He was talking about how he likes to sell these drum kits, which are basically just little packs where it comes with different sounds. Yeah, uh, the sounds that you use to make a beat, right? So like the claps, the snares, the mm-hmm. bass. And he was saying that he was selling it, right? So I used that opportunity where I was like, oh. Let me buy it off you. I didn't even know how much it was worth. It could have been worth 200 bucks. <laughs> but honestly, that shit would have hurt the pocket, but I would have done it still because Smart. in order for me to give him that, I needed his phone number so I could sell him. Mm-hmm. Right? So now that I had to sell him, I needed his phone number. So now, guess what? I paid. It cost me like 60 bucks. 60 bucks got me his phone number. Fuck the, fuck the drum pack. Yeah. I got his phone I number. I don't even need to use the bullshit. Not I got his phone his number. number. It's like, it's like, <laughs> imagine you can get Drake's phone number. Right, if he even gives it to you, like that is the ultimate form. Like he fucks with you. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, 
He could have been like, go talk to my assistant over there. Yeah, he could have easily said that. Send me to his manager. Or he could easily just be oh, go cop it on my website. Yeah. Like, yeah. simple as that. But he was like, nah, like, give me your number. I'll send it to you. I got it. I don't make drill beats like that. Yeah. But I got inspired because, bro, these, this guy was, I told him, yo, like, make a beat in front of me. You know, I was interested. I was like, make a beat in front of me. I want to see you. Yeah. And the way he was making it, he was just in the zone. Yeah. He, he was doing his thing. And it looked dope. So I got inspired. I went home the next day and I made a drill beat. I sent it to him the week after. I was just like, fuck, I'm not going to lose nothing. Like, I'm not, I don't do drill, but this is my first try. I sent it. I sent it to him. He fell in love with it and he FaceTimed me. How was that? He, I was not expecting that FaceTime. He FaceTimed me. He was like, yo, I fucked with that heavy. And basically, in short words, he wanted me, he wanted me to come over and talk to his manager because he was like, if you want, I could tell my manager to sign you. Wow. And I was like, Damn. I was okay. like, all right. Fuck it, okay. I was like, I was like, that's not just a random person telling me that. Nah, that's, that's like, like a big producer. You know, we're talking about people that get paid over three hundred thousand dollars a song. Yeah, yeah. So I have that meeting today. I was supposed to meet with him yesterday. Um, you know, it didn't happen. It's going to happen today around like six p.m. You know, I'm just gonna go open ears, but. With my business model, it's a little complicated. Okay. So I'm not sure if I'm gonna if I can even have a, like a management deal. Do you want to talk about your business model or no? Yeah, yeah. So, um, when you gain so many followers on the gram, you're gonna have a lot of people hitting you up. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people are gonna waste your time, ask you to repost their stuff, or just ask for. Dude, I've been asked for money. They hit me up. It's like, yo. I'm like, oh, what's up, man? You made it out the trenches. People asking him for money. Yeah. Facts, you made bro, it like, out. You like, made it. You I made have, it. I have this so message right now. He's just yo, like, the, he's like, hold the dollar. Bro, you know what they tell me? Like, yo, like, I'm not getting paid till next week. Can you send me 50 bucks so I can buy my groceries this week? I'll be like, get bro, a job. Dude, like, I feel like shit for saying no, but at the same time. No, but you have I, it. Dude, like, I'm not, I'm not a fucking charity. Like, if you have an iPhone and you can text on Instagram, you can be at McDonald's and flip a burger. So, yep. listen, yeah, like, you can't feel bad. That I didn't even think about it like that. That's fact. <laughs> no, dude, but, like, yeah. if, you, if you got an iPhone for a fucking reason, brother, don't be asking me for money. You know what I'm saying? You weren't, like, you weren't asking me for money when I had nothing. Don't ask me for money now. You know what I'm saying? If you can text me an yeah. iMessage. You can clock into McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> That's so facts, man. Like, I, I felt bad, but, you know, and then they get mad because you don't give Fuck them money. Them. I'm like, they're like, oh, they're like, oh, I thought you were better. <laughs> I was like, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Those are the ones that come back and Ugh. fucking shoot you. Now, I'm, like, I'm, 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 I'm messing with you. Uh, target my back now. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's happened, it's happened like multiple times now where I get asked for money. I don't send out money. Bro, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm not like I make I make money off my thing, but it's good. It's not even it's not even to the point where I can live off it at all. Yeah, like at all. So you know, like if I can't even like sustain myself the way I want to live, you know, I'm not in a position to help other people. No, yeah, yeah. I gotta help myself first. Of course, I think you should always help yourself first before you help anyone. So with with all those followers, um, like reining into the gram. Mm-hmm. I got to a point where I had a lot of people asking me for a lot of shit I didn't have, you know, and I hated people hitting me. I was like, yo, send me a West Coast beat. Oh, I don't make West Coast. Yeah. Yo, send me a drill beat. I don't make drill. drill. You know, oh, send me an, uh, like a R&B thing. You know, I learned how to make R&B because I, I saw myself. I liked it. I started doing it. And actually, my R&B beats are the most beats that I've sold, like, exclusively. Really like, good. I've had people pay me 800 bucks for, uh, for an R&B beat. You know, and that's crazy. You know, I make this shit, like I'm not gonna lie, R and B beats are the easiest shits to make. Yeah. Because you just gotta find like a nice sample or make something like catchy, and then it's just literally a kick and a hi hat. Yeah. That's it, right? And then it's just super simple. Isn't there's no rocket science behind it? And like, I look, there's this one beat I made in 20 minutes, and then I sold it exclusively for 800 bucks. Wow. And Holy I made it in shit. 20 wow. minutes. That guy probably thought it was the best fucking beat he yeah, ever heard in his right. life. Yeah. Little did you know, Kevin was taking a shit on the toilet making a beat. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that, that's what's so great about it because I say I made it in 20 minutes. 
<laughs> he was mid fart making the beat. <laughs> Charged him eight hundred dollars. <laughs> the thing is though, I say I made it twenty minutes, but it's just a culmination of the experience. Yeah. You know, like I can make I can make shit quick now. Yeah. But it doesn't mean it's a shitty beat. You know, I just been making beats for four plus years now. Yeah. You know, so I just I know how to make beats. I know how to do certain stuff. And like I like I know my style. I mean that's something very important that in like whatever business you run, just do it your own style. Yeah. Like, don't be someone you don't you aren't. What do you like doing the most? So uh, you don't do West Coast, you don't do drill. I like trap. Do you? Yeah, I love Lil Baby. Okay. Uh Lil Dirk. They're not my favorite artists, but I love making them those type of beats. Because yeah. those beats are just, I love when the bass just knocks the speakers. Yeah. You know, like, those are the kind of beats you make when you're driving down the road, mm-hmm. bumping the speaker in the back, and it's just, like, it's a nice, and it's so fun to make. Yeah. And it's something that everybody vibes out to, mm-hmm. right? Because I like doing a lot of stuff where, you know, it's kind of, like, a lot of weird sounds. I have a lot of beats where it's weird sounds, and it's just, like, culmination. Like, it's kind of, like, a weird beat, but it's still good. You know, people yeah. vibe out to it. But when you play something like, like the like, what's it really like? Drip too hard. That's a great song. That's a great song. Like and, no matter yeah. where you put, it's gonna lift up your mood. Yeah, no, really, yeah. But drip too hard isn't a song you listen to on a daily basis. No, right? Maybe at the gym if you go to yeah. the gym every day, and that's what you like. But you don't really like walk to class and listen to drip too hard all the time. Yeah, you know. So I like making those beats because it's just very fun and it's the best. But I love my R and Bs. Yeah, yeah, I get in my bag. I love. I'm. I'm gonna be real with you. I love R and B music. I do. I actually listen to R and B music every night when I go to bed, because like it's just so soothing, right? It's in your bag. It, yeah, yeah, it does. It does. It does. But I love R and B music. It's really good. That's interesting. Do you have a favorite beat that you made? Yeah. You want to play it for a sec? You play? Yeah, go ahead, man. I bet. <laughs> bet. 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 I like your watch. Thank you. I got it for Christmas. Really? It's a nice ass. My watch. pops got it for me. Yeah, no. Um, I look. I'm gonna be honest with you. I have so many different tracks, but you know, man, the mogul. Yeah. But yeah, no. I've been doing that. My my biggest goal right now, in all reality, I want to get like a big placement. Yeah. You know, like, w- like one song with Drake is literally gonna change your life. I was gonna ask you if. Your top three artists, who would you work with if you had that chance? Young Thug. Young Thug, for sure. Yeah. He'd be number one. He's definitely, like, he's such a trendsetter. No, he's the GOAT. He is. He is literally. He changed the game. He did change the game. Tell me one artist that Young Thug hasn't worked with. Like, just tell me one artist. He's really worked with everyone. He's literally the definition of the industry. Yeah, he is. He's a go-getter. Definitely. He was the birth of all the little Uzis and the Playboy Cardis yeah. and, you know, all these guys that people love now. It's like, respect the one who did it. And that was Young I love Young Thug. I think he doesn't miss ever. Like, ever. he's so good. Yeah, like, and I, so working with Young Thug, I just heard a lot of stories about him. I mean, I've never met him. I would love to one day, but, you know, I could just tell that he's the person that just cares about what he does and his craft. Look at look at his producer Weezy out of here. Tell me all the time. Tell me one song he has. He's he's in Young Thug's label. But tell me one song Weezy hasn't made. One artist he hasn't made a song with. You know he he makes the hottest songs like Hot when Hot came out with uh, Gunna Young Thug Travis, um, the Lil Baby song um, when 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 bitch I'm a baby. Yeah. What song is that? That was um. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Never, no, not never recover. Never recover was the one with Drake. That's Drake. You know, he makes songs with, with 21 Savage, with J. Cole. You know, it's just. Yes, indeed. That's a... Yes, indeed. Yes, That's indeed. what the song is called. Yeah. yeah. Yes, indeed. You know, he makes, he makes music with all these artists. And it's because Young Thug put them on. Young nah, Thug. Yeah, for real. You know, Young Thug put on Lil Baby. Young Thug picked up Gunna. Yeah. Gunna was Young Thug's cameraman. That's crazy. Like back, backstage man. Not not cameraman, it's backstage man, bro. That's, look at his body, like his body camera. That's some crazy shit. That is. 
It's like once you get that song too with like that one big artist, your whole career changes. Hundred percent. Like um. Hundred percent. Who's the guy from Memphis? Drake made a song with him with a uh, Black Boy JB. Black, he never. First of all, you never heard another fucking song from Black Boy JB ever again in his life. Like you just, you deadass, you deadass never heard another song from Black Boy JB. The last time I saw Black Boy JB, he was in a fucking celebrity boxing match and he was hitting that dance he made. But um, who's the producer that he that uh, made that song? Oh, I have no idea. Do you know X? The producer that made that song with uh, Black Boy JB and Drake. Look alive. Look alive. Who was the producer to Look Alive? I'll tell you right now. No, it wasn't. I don't really know. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, I don't know because it wasn't Nav. It was someone else. It was someone else. Yeah. Also know. from Memphis. From Memphis. Man, m- nobody knew who he was. Yeah. Nobody knew who Black Boy JB was. Take Heath. Take, Take Heath. Heath. So so nobody knew who Take Heath was before. Um, what was the song called? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. No, 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 no yes, uh, indeed. Look, look alive. alive, right? How many songs and how many artists has Take Heath made now? Bro, his Take Heath's most popular song is Sickle Mode. He produced Sickle Mode? Yeah, look. Sickle Mode. Wow. He so Travis Scott, Eminem, Drake, 6ix9ine. I mean, let's be real, 6ix9ine was booming. Future 100 shooters, no way. G Herbo. Future G Herbo. I'm telling you, man, that one song. It just takes one song, really. It just takes one song. You get you get, you get one song on the top 100 Billboard, and everybody's gonna be like, "Yo, who made that beat?" It's just it's, I've seen a lot of different like podcasts with uh, I've seen a lot of different podcasts with other producers, and that's really just what it is, you know. Yeah. But honestly, you don't get these placements with these people. You just gotta find connections, you know, like that ability that I got to meet up with, uh, you know, these fine producers like uh, Manny Flex, you know, he's making music with a bunch of different people, you know, and, you know, I, I don't envy them at all. You know, I am actually like, like, damn, they made it. Yeah. And they did it. You know, I don't care where they're coming from, where they did. They wouldn't have gotten that far if they, they didn't put in the work. Yeah. You know, like they started somewhere too, you know. Facts. So it's just like they were you at one point. And, like, I'm going to be somebody at one point. You know, like, I hope I wake up one day, I'm fucking Howard Stern or Joe Rogan. You know? But everyone starts somewhere. And it's just a grind and how much you put in. Yeah, but look. And you have to be hungry for it. You're not even hungry. You just got to believe in yourself. No, like, yeah. If you, you if you genuinely believe that you're going to do it, you are going to do it. Money attracts money. Success attracts success, right? Yeah. So, if you want to you want to be successful, act successful. Yeah. You know, there's uh, there's a lot of stuff that, like, books that you can read, right? And it teaches you, like, oh, mil- millionaire habits, right? When you want to play soccer and you want to be on the starting team for, let's say, soccer or football, you, if you want to play football, you got to act like a football player, right? Yeah. So you have to eat right, you have to sleep right, you have to practice right. If you don't do that, you're not going to become a football player. How many times do your friends that were really good at football in high school, they just were lazy and didn't have their head in it, right? When you yeah. know they could have done a lot more. You know, I think, I feel like we all have that one friend that like, we know. I wasn't friends with, uh, I wasn't really friends with him. He was kind of an asshole, but this guy was big fucking dude. He must have been, he was like six foot, muscled up. Like he was one of the biggest dudes I've ever seen. He was lifting like 500 his freshman year of high school. Holy shit. Right? If you're lifting 500 your freshman year of high school, you know your potential is through the roof. No, he was, a, he was a monster. He was a fucking monster. He, instead of taking his career of football more serious, he went down a path of he wants to smoke weed. Now, of course, athletes smoke weed. Like, that's 100% true. But he just couldn't stop. Then he started selling. And now instead of going D1 and playing for a real good school, he's D3 and barely plays. And he chose that path, you know? And it's like, like you said, like, not only it's who you associate yourself with, but it's also like, it's in yourself too and how much you want it. Like, from when you woke up junior year to when you wake up now, it's definitely a different person. And uh, that hunger inside you is definitely much different. I know it is for me. You know, I wake up and I, I say to myself, like, I'm, I'm going to be famous one day and I'm going to live that lifestyle. And I don't know if you say that to yourself, but it's like, you need to have that mindset of like, 
I'm going to be rich and famous one day. And whoever is in my way, you're either going to be with me or you're going to be against me. You know, and I feel like in the industries that we're both in, you need to have that mindset. And it's why we're here now and eventually we'll be somewhere else bigger and better than, and people will look up at us, you know? So you always need to have that tough mindset. So like when I started, I just started, I got 14 episodes up. This is the 15th. I'm glad that you're on it. You're like my first true like guest, like my first Mm -hmm. star. And I'm treating you like a star. Because I'm not going to treat you like anybody else because in my eyes, you're a star. And I hope that one day you look at me and I'm going to be a star. And like, I'm, of course, I'm not in your industry mm-hmm. and you're not in mine. But this collab, like, it does help. So, like, you need to have a certain mindset. And it's that mindset. It's just like a hungry lion. And the more hungry you are, the more you put out there for yourself and the better content you have. And like what we were talking about off camera, what you're showing me, it just shows you the person you are. And it's like, you stay up late. Like you said it, like you take four hours out of your day and you just do this. And like me taking that in and listening to you, not only like you're my friend, but like if I didn't know you and you're telling me this, I just know that you're hungry and you're going to make it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, of course I stay up late, but what you just told me that that was like through the roof. Like you want to explain like what you were saying? Cause like, it was unbelievable what you were telling me. Cause it just shows how hungry you are to become, you know, one of these moguls in your industry. Yeah. So, all right, before I say that, I just want to give you like some advice that I go through every day. And it's just like, just believe in what you're doing. And I just believing in it is just, if you actually try, Mm -hmm. right? Like a lot of people don't try things because when you, they're like, Oh, I don't, I don't know what people are going to think of me when I post myself singing on Instagram. Oh, I don't know what people are going to think of me posting this or posting my face. Like people get shy, right? Like, yeah. I'm sorry, but like, this isn't high school no more. This yeah. It's life. And like, once you get to life, you gotta, you can either have people see you working at McDonald's or you can have people see you exactly. trying to make money online. And at the end of the day, you know, I'd rather people make fun of me for posting me making a beat than, you know, looking at me. There's nothing wrong with working at McDonald's, you know, like, but that's just not me. Yeah. You know, I don't want people seeing me there. You know, I have uh, a little bit higher standards for myself. You know, of just course. Just because someone's works there doesn't mean your standards are low, but I'm not going to lie. You could definitely find a better job that Absolutely. pays a little bit more and where people treat you right. I worked at McDonald's and that's why I say that because I worked there. I've been working since I was 14 years old. And I decided last summer was the first summer in almost seven years that I did not work because I used to slave my ass, you know. And then why did I get in a room with these pop smoke producers, amigos? Because, you know, I didn't work because I believed that summer that I could get my website to a certain point where I could get the business model that I wanted. Yeah. And I did get the business model that I wanted. So, you know, you just have to find your why power. And I call it the white power because I read it in a book. It's called the compound effect. I recommend. I have it with me right now. I have. I always carry out. I carry like my backpack now, like three books because yeah. I like to read on my free time. But the white power is like if you're standing between two um, skyscrapers and there's a there's a just a a wooden board, a very long one. Let's say it's like a hundred feet wooden board that okay. you just fit both your feet in, and you date. And I ask you, and I tell you, I'll give you a hundred bucks to walk across these two skyscrapers with no protection, would you do it? Would I do it? Yeah. I have to walk. Uh, yeah, like super dangerous. You are thousands of feet in the air. Like think about for, like- Just for $100? Just for $100. No. Even for 1000 you wouldn't do it. No. Even for like 10000 you probably wouldn't do it because you're talking about no protection and it's a small wooden board. Yeah, right? I, I would You not don't do have it. a great enough reason to risk your life for ten thousand dollars now let's say you have your wife and your kids yeah. on the other building and the building's on fire and the only way you can save them is if you walk around that very thin board that could break any moment and you could just fall because you have bad balance you would probably do it most likely because my wife and kids now right yeah and they're gonna die yeah right you would probably do anything in your life. Let's just say it's your brother or your mom. You would do anything to try to save them, right? So now it's still the same situation, but in one way you didn't do it, 
And then the other one, you had a reason to do it. Yeah. So you can use that analogy to the point where like, what is your reason to make these podcasts? It's very true. And every time you feel like giving up, think about why you're doing it. Wow. Yeah. Are you doing it because you just want to make a quick buck or are you doing it because you actually enjoy doing this? Is this like how you want to spend the next two hours just yeah. sitting down and talking? I'm no, not- you're absolutely right. You know, like when I started, <clears throat> I did my research on podcasts and, you know, how to be successful and all that. Of course, I say I want to be rich and famous, but that's just a benefit that and like no one sees what goes behind what what's rich and famous. Like I break down my episodes, you know, I like I, I love the fact that we texted each other and I already knew what I was going to tell you. I like staying up late and I like doing the work um, in this industry, in the podcast industry. They say that, you know, if you're going to keep going and you're not after seven episodes. So you do seven episodes and that's when you really start to question yourself of, do I really want to do this? I knew once I did my seventh episode, I was like, I love this. And I'm not just somebody who's going to sit in front of a mic and just talk because people do that. Mm-hmm. People just like the fact that they're in front of a mic and they just talk. I like that I'm doing this. Like I look at this and this is my life, you know? I've dedicated this as my life. I'm a full-time student. I'm going to be working soon, but my life and my future is this. It's what sits in front of me is you talking to people that I don't know. And I love that. I do, you know, and some people, they just might want to do it for the buck and it's just a hobby. Like, no, like I'm pretty sure your music, it it may or may not be your life, but it's like the biggest part, right? Mm -hmm. And that, that's what this is to me. And I know I'm starting out and I'm still very young at this and very new and it's still very raw, but I love what I do, you know? You're doing a lot more than other people though. I am, but like I might be doing more than other people, but to myself, I still, I'm doing nothing. I need to do more. I need, I like what you just said of, I might be doing more than other people to myself. I see everyone doing more than me. I see I only have, 30 followers and I need more. And I see that I only have one mic. I need two. I need to be the best in what I do. That's how I see it. And I just have that hunger of- Are you willing to put money down for this? I've spent uh, about three, $400 already on this. I bought the mic. Um, I bought ads on Instagram. And like, I just try to be the best. I don't care about the money. As long as it gets me successful, mm-hmm. I've never had a care for money. And maybe that's why I'm different from other people where it's, I love what I'm doing and I'm not even getting paid yet. I look, I'm a probably like off, off camera, off, off mic. I'm gonna put you on to an opportunity. It's going to be money, but it's something that could change your life. Cause it changed mine. Yeah. And it's basically, you know, I'm not going to disclose too much. I'll talk to you off mic, but it's basically the opportunity that put me in the spot where I'm today. Is uh, so we'll just talk about that after. But you know, if you're serious about this and you're willing to put down some money, I, I you know, I saw myself in the same spot. The moment I, I, like I told you, you take an opportunity. I did not have the money to do it, but the moment I took an opportunity like that, it put me in the spot I am today. Yeah, you know. So a lot of thing about life is just taking the opportunity and fast because the time is always uh, ticking. Yeah. And um, also one thing in, in any industry is if you ever want to do something, just do it right away. Because if you say, oh, I want to do this, but I'm going to do it tomorrow in two days, you're never going to end up doing it. Yeah. Right? Just if you have the idea to do it, sit down and do it. Yeah. We actually, we recorded an episode at three in the morning. Yeah. I was, we're yeah. sitting there because like I, you can't pass up on an opportunity, you know? So we're sitting there and I was like, let's record it. And that was our episode of Sex, Confident, and uh, Comfort Zone. Because we were sitting there and we were talking to uh, Brent, the masturbator. And um, <laughs> and I was just like, let's bust out the camera, uh, the, the mic, and let's do it. You know, I never want to miss out on an opportunity. When I have my mind flowing, I like to write it down. I may not read like you, like, and I, I love that. You know, like, I want to be like you in a way where it's like you read for fun and you, you, you educate yourself. So it's like when my mind runs, I like to write it down. And that was what gives me like what I want to talk about on my next episode, you know? Yeah, it's one thing I wanted to talk about is you feel like you're doing nothing, but the 
I want you to know that that's literally my feeling every day. Yeah. And I am really come to realization on this because of, honestly, my girls don't want to put it up to me, but it's because I, I used to be in studio sessions with like different producers from UA and stuff. And honestly, I'm still that kid from high school trying to, you know, just trying to make it. You yeah. Know, I'm trying to collab with these dudes, but I would, I, it happened multiple times where I hang out with these art, other artists that maybe aren't, don't take this as serious as I do or producers. Yeah. And they always feel like a little bit intimidated by me. And when I felt that energy, you know, I, I, I always thought like, oh, I don't know why. Like, why is he being weird? And then because sometimes my girls at like studio sessions with me and it's just because she's like, because they look up to you or yeah. they see you're doing something. But at the same time, I don't think about that by myself. I'm still that, that kid. So when you when you, say, you think um, it's time for a change from them, from from them? Yeah, because it's, in a way it's like now you're the smartest in the room. And do you want that? Because now you're not learning anything. Yeah, so that's one of the biggest things, and why I told you that I want to get a bigger placement with a little bit more important and bigger artists, because I got to a point where like I don't really like in my circle, you know, I like I have a really big social group here in UA, but none of them are doing. They're all doing good things for themselves, like stocks, and they're all like making money. The way they can. One of them is in the Senate in UA, no, in in Albany, not not, not the school, the state Albany Senate, the yeah. state Senate. You wow. know? So they're all doing good things for themselves. But that's not me. Yeah, right? like I'm always gonna be there to support them. But he's got his own life. The same way I'm trying to do this, he's trying to do that. Exactly. You know, so I want to find a, a circle around me, and I want to surround myself around winners, entrepreneur-wise. It doesn't just have to be music. You know, just people that can look at me. Okay, it's like, hey, Kev let's let's take out merch you know like like i don't want to come up to like yo work with me help me come up with a merch i want someone to come up to me and be like yo i have this really cool idea for merch you ever thought about this yo we can use your name put it on a shirt we can come up with these designs that's the shit that's going to put a smile on my face because i'm like all right this man why dude i've tried to bring so many people onto my team i like i'm trying to make a team right now it's um uh the lovely gianna angel herself she um she actually created um the clothing brand and she runs the instagram okay um beside and of course i have ashley who's my co-host she comes in once in a while and uh besides that no one else and like you said like you want a team i want one too i think a team like for background is perfect you know Let i think everyone one needs thing, a team. Though, i just i don't know i'm still trying to figure it out myself but just don't force it. I have no. I've tried to put people onto my team multiple times. Even Xavier, I, I tried with this with this man. I was like, "Yo, bro, like, help me, help, like, be part of my business. Do this, do this." But at the same time, he's doing his own thing. You know, I can't, I can't blame him for doing his own thing. You know, like, I'm trying, but if not, like, bro, this is still my bro. You know, like, it's just he's doing his own thing. He's got his own life, his own family. You know, I gotta find the right people. Yeah, there are like just trying to be part of it you know you like, kind of have to have that mindset of like you're either going to be with me or not and not in a bad way not yeah, in a bad no, way. No. it's like you're either going to be on the team or not you well, know at the end of the day i said I'm, I'm where i am today because he came to my room that one day literally right. so you know just don't force a team but talking about a team that, that that's what my business model surrounded myself since i have so many different artists asking for multiple different types of music and beats I decided to look at my network and hit and hit up and network around different um, artists, um, no producers that make different type of beats and are very good at what they do, right? So it's a team of six of us, right? So I I do trap and R and B. I have Anoop. He actually goes to UA. I met him. He's a talented producer and he does drill. Wow. All of his drill stuff is off the roof, man. Off the grid. Yeah. That shit is fire. I got Ryan. He does like hyper pop stuff, so like Lil Uzi, Playboy Cardi type stuff, like very lit, trippy red stuff. Yeah. I got Andres, he does West Coast. I got Jose, he does um, J. Cole, Boom Bap. And then I got Newman, he actually lives in Peru. Wow. I got, really? he, he lives in Peru, and I met him through a social networking app, um, through a social network um, commu- uh, like event that we had on Zoom. And I just put my Instagram down. He hit me up on Instagram, and then we just started talking. Wow. He showed me a few of his. He showed me two beats, and on the first one, he does reggaeton. On the first beat he showed me, 
I was like, yo, can you hop on a FaceTime right now? And yeah. then we hopped on a FaceTime. I got to meet him and I was like, yo, like, be part of my team. Uh, send me beats. What they do is they send me 10 to 15 beats a month. Yeah. And then I just upload it on my website. You ever thought about making a label? This basically is. You know, yeah. I just, I, and we've talked, my boy Andres, because he's my right hand man, he's the one that helps me upload all my stuff to YouTube. Because um, when you run a business, you know, when you look at the, all right, let's look at a business, name any business, like Walmart, Amazon. Yeah. Or Amazon. Okay. Amazon has a CEO, then he has his officers, then there's managers, and then there's departmental managers, and then there's the workers. Yeah. Supervisors and workers. That system is in place because if Jeff Bezos alone could never do all of it, never, yeah, ever. Very true. Same thing. He could try to, but if the business would never get as big as it is, and he wouldn't, even if he did do it himself, everything would not be the way it is right now. Yeah. Everything that's running at 100% right now would be running at 30% because his energy is running thin mm-hmm. throughout so many different parts of the business. So if I were to sit down and try to learn how to make good drill, yeah. good West Coast, good hyper pop, first, it would take me months. Yeah. If I want to put good quality stuff out. And apart from taking months, I just it just wouldn't be efficient at all. So, you know, I, I delegate these subgenres to my boys and it's not a problem to them because that's what that's what they do on a daily basis. I found them because that's all they do. Right. So Ryan, all he does is post like Playbook Cardi stuff. So I you post it on your website, send me send me 10 to 15 a month. I upload on my website. My website generates two thousand to three thousand views a month. It's pretty good. Every time I get views, very good. Since I get the traffic, yeah. Every time I make a sale, you get fifty percent. I get fifty percent. So I help you get exposure. I help you get money in your pockets, and you help me diversify my website. Yeah, very smart. So the so website, the website that you have, that's everybody's beats on it. Yeah. Have a pr- okay. So that's where the dilemma came. Where like now, since it's not just my website, it's fashionsbeats.com. You know, so I'm still going through that. I don't know. Maybe you can give me a thought on on your. Like your thoughts on it? I think one, you should copyright it. Hundred percent. I, I just think don't think full, I'm making I think enough money for it. Even if you're not, I think once you're done with this, I would go to lawyers and just copyright it because you might not be making money now, but eventually you will be. And if it's not copyrighted, someone else is gonna take it. My teacher was telling me, telling, talking to me one time. He talked to me like. He was in the elevator with some famous rapper. She used to come here, Aquafina. I don't know if oh, you yeah, guys, Aquafina. yeah. Aquafina used to come to this school, and he, the, my professor, he was one of her teachers, and they were in the elevator together. And she wasn't big yet at all, but she was still making money here and there. So he luckily happened to catch her in the elevator, just them two. And he goes, "Let me ask you that name, Aquafina. Did you copyright it yet?" And she said, "No, not yet." He goes, "You know, what you should do the first thing when you get back to New York." Before you do anything, go to the lawyers and copyright that name. So nobody can ever take it. Now, I'm just giving you my advice. Mm-hmm. But you have the website up. You guys are making money off of it. It's not like you're making nothing. Now you're actually making money. Yeah. I would copyright it. You know? You can also make an Instagram, too, of that page where everyone's beats. Yeah, so so that's where the issue comes. Because at the end of the day, I am posting their beats, but a lot of people... That go to my website are going for me. Okay. So that's where the issue arises. It's fashionsbeats.com because my stage name is Fashion. I used to go by KO. That was my initials. Okay. It's Fashion. But so we started thinking of, of team names, right? And we can make a whole different. Before I even had them, I was, I've put in, I've invested a lot of money into my business, right? Into the name Fashion and into the name. Is that name copyrighted or no? No, it's not yet into the name fashion and into the website. Yeah. Then I had the idea to bring him in because I already had 13,000 followers. I want to bring in more. The more diverse, dude, I have made, alone, Ryan, I have put more than $1,200 in his pockets and we've only been working for five months. And that's amazing. Before that, he had never made a single penny off his music yeah. ever because he doesn't generate that many views. I have been able to send his beats out. I have, he, they, call me, they call me their manager, but I'm not. But they call me their manager because I generate that. They I've generated them so much more money than they would ever. Yeah. You know, I got my boy Andres used to do it for fun. I'm on his ass every day. I'm like, yo, 
do this, do this, send me a beat, send me beats. And does he know? Um, he's still he's still stubborn <laughs> as hell, but he's the second most producer that makes the most money off me because he's so talented. But he just I know, he's he's got his own life stuff, and um, you know he's going through a lot right now. But I always try to get into his head. Just send me music, yeah, bro. Like I'm literally doing the dirty work for you. Yeah. Just you have a gift. Just make some music, make a beat, and send it, bro. I have, and then that's just the business model where I make money off their music. But not like in a bad way. I'm literally helping them make money. Yeah. You know, so you know, before I before I made my audition, I was already making money. So if you want to work with me, it's it's a business deal by the end of the day. But I always take care of them. You know, I I always put them on. I sent out their music to other artists, bigger artists through emails. Yeah. You know, I take care of them. And um, so so that's the issue. So like we want to come up with a group name, right? So I don't know if a group name, because we if I come up with a group name. I gotta start. I gotta change the website do- domain. Yeah, completely. I gotta change. I gotta make or basically make a whole different website for that. But I'm not in the point to start generating or start helping another website. You know, I don't have money like that. I have money enough. I promote my stuff. I spend every day money on my business. Yeah. If you don't, it's just gonna stay stale, and you have to put money into it. But I don't have money to generate to support two different websites. And and I, like, I don't even be. I don't want to be mean because. It's not even being mean, but people come to the website for me. You yeah, know, no, I, it's true. I was showing uh, the website's name is you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I, and all the people hit me up on Instagram. Usually, they get a like. They forget that I have other producers on there, right? And sometimes because they don't know, but sometimes like this is one dude. He wanted to make an album with me. He wanted, he want, uh, he wanted twelve songs on the album. So I sent him like these twelve. Uh, I sent him like a big beat pack. I sat down with him, showed him beat pack. I, he picked up 12 beats from my website. And then I'm like, I right, look out of these 12 beats, only six are mine. Six beats are mine. Six are from these other producers. One is his, 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 his. Yeah. And they're like, oh, nah, man. I want the album to be produced by you, not by anybody else. So, like, if anything, that's better for me. Like, I get yeah. more money. Like, because I don't have all the money is coming to you now. Me. But, like, you see, like, I always try to put on my voice, you know, it's yeah. on my website. But but that's the thing, what I'm trying to say is I, I put them on as far as I can. But at the end of the day, you know, a lot of people are just coming for me. Yeah. They, they want my music. So, I, 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 like, they want to think of a team name. I'm not at a point where I can even think about that. You now, know? you know, that's something you got to think about for yourself. If yeah. you, I think if you're not ready for that team name yet, I think you should just wait. You know, yeah, like because at the end of the day, you and your platform yourself comes first. And even though, think about it, the website name, it's your name. You know, mm-hmm. you run the website. They come there, yeah, they see their beats, but they're coming there for you. So the, the only other. Thing, which I don't, I just don't see it was just changing the whole label, basically because what we are, the whole label or the whole group name to fashion. So it'd be the fashion label, right? Mm-hmm. But the problem with that is I could keep the website name, I could keep the website logo and everything because it's the fashion, it's the fashion music collective, but then I got to change my name. Yeah. Unless, unless I could just have fashion inside of the fashion label but like i don't know i would probably just have to change my name but i don't know if i want to change my name because my whole everybody knows me by fashion as fashion yeah you know so that's kind of like the issue i run into i could do it it could be the fashion the fashion music or organization yeah and then uh, fashion is part of it i could do that but i'm not sure how the other guys would feel about it that's, like yeah, that's something you have to talk about. I gotta talk about with them at the end of the day it's just not me i mean you have it going right now you know but i mean Fashion with fashion. I don't know. It, right. it wouldn't, yeah. It wouldn't sound the best, but like. I'll just have to change my name, but changing my name. Changing your like, name, that's, that's going to take. Yeah, like, and I'm not a lie. Like, people, a lot of people rebrand. They change their names. Like, yeah. we've seen a lot of these big artists just change their names sometimes. Like, look at um, Boot Gang. <laughs> yeah, John, Josh... Gabon, John Gabbana now. Yeah, right. But like, that's a whole different case, though. Like, that's a special. He's case, he's right? just fucking stupid. So. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really say anything on that one. Yeah, like, but like, I mean, a lot of rappers. Two Chainz' name was different. It was Twenty One. It was Titty Boy. 
Titty Boy? Yeah, it was Titty Boy. They changed the <laughs> two chains. Companies do that too. They change their names. But um it's only it's all for marketing. It's all for marketing. Yeah, but in the reality, like I just I fuck with the name fashion. I came up with it because I was thinking of the like I was thinking of future. I was thinking of different names. My name was KO, but I was like, I kinda wanna switch it up. Yeah. Like it's just my initials, it's unoriginal. I was thinking about future and like when future was probably popping. Like, like starting to pop, probably, people probably like, oh, Future, what kind of yeah. name is that? But now Future's a kind of dope name. It's it is. It is. Like, it's a Hedrick. dope name. Like, uh, Future, Pluto. Yeah, that's uh, fire. Like, that's a different nickname. Pluto, Hendrix. So it's just like, I like the name Fashion. Yeah. You know, it's just like that. No, it sticks. It does stick. It sticks. And, like, obviously, I got to uphold. Uh, if I name Fashion, I got to always uphold, like, wearing nice stuff. I was gonna say to you, you you actually dress the name. You yeah. do. I like the first thing I noticed was the watch. I was like, that's a nice fucking watch. So I was like, that's a pretty nice watch right there. No, yeah, you know, you dress for the you dress the occasion, you dress the name. You know? Yeah, man. It's 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 fun, but at the end of the day, there's a lot of work that goes behind it. Of course. Nobody sees the work that goes behind it. I stay up sometimes to like three, four in the morning just doing something. Oh, you want to know something? I I recently diagnosed myself, but like, cause it, I just been experiencing it a lot. But I started experiencing like panic attacks. And really? Like, but like, it stems from my anxiety. Wow, you have anxiety? Yeah, I realized it was bad because about a month ago, I started like I've always been taking pre workout. I've always dealt with anxiety, but never to the point where it's at right now. And but like, I started taking pre workout for the gym. Mm. Bro, and then I, I like every time I hit the gym around four, I get home. Every time I hit like eight or nine p.m., I started getting this like this gut feeling where I felt like my heart was just racing like crazy. But like I, the pre workout never made me feel like that. And it was always the same pre workout I've always taken. It was girl of mine. Yeah. And then I tried to another pre workout and the same. So I got off and I tried to see like a, I tried a an energy drink, a monster. Yeah. The gym. And then I felt the same, but it was like such a horrible feeling where I felt not that I like. Like, not that I'm going to die, but it felt like shit out. I feel like my, my chest is pounding out I know, of my heart. I know that feeling. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I know that uh, feeling. Like, that shit was just was not fun at all. Yeah. And so I stopped taking pre-workout. I take it now because I feel like my anxiety like went down a little bit. But, like, there's a lot of shit that goes on, especially like, when you – I do everything by myself. I have yeah. my, my girlfriend helps me out a lot. Actually, she's, like, my support. And I appreciate her for that, but I, like I, most of the things, I just do it myself. Yeah, that's good. That is really good, though. Yeah, uh, I don't really have anxiety from it, but like there would be times where it's like eight, nine, ten o'clock, and I'm just like, "Well, I really could have done more. Really, I really wasted." Yeah, no, time. honestly, you ever just, feel that? Yeah, yeah, every day. Like okay. I told you, every oh day. Um, I have a lot more that I want to do. I want to start a whole different. So I need I need your idea. So I want to start uh, a TikTok, right? Okay. So I, I I run TikTok. I post my TikTok every single day, right? But I I kind of want to do like different niches, right? So it's very important to always keep a brand. Right? Yeah. So when you keep a brand, so when you have a brand, you want to keep it consistent, right? So like I told you, one side of my feed is the Twitter. Once the other side, the other row. It's gonna be me cooking up feet, and then the next row is gonna be a personal picture of myself. Yeah. The TikTok I want to run, I was jacking. I want to do a beat tutorial like this. So the right's gonna be a beat tutorial. The middle probably a skit, something funny, and then the left just me cooking up a beat. That's smart. But then I want to do another one, which is the biggest thing that I could that I could tell you from content is just give people value, and that's the one thing that podcasts do. So you're in the right thing to blow up because people love listening to value. People love listening to other people for advice. Yeah. But not a lot of people can rely on their social group or even their parents. Right. Yeah. Why do you think YouTubers get so many views? Like people look at more YouTube videos than they spend time hanging out with their families. Yeah. You know, that's, that's really how it is right now. So I want to like create. Like you want to create like motivational, like. Yeah. So another TikTok. So this would be fashion, right? So I'll probably change my name of TikTok real soon to like um, Fashion's Got Sauce, which is just my. Beat my beat stuff. Yeah. And then do another one where I help artists and producers gain more, not just followers, but gain uh, like advice, right? Oh, like if you're an artist, you should do this, this, and this. 
if producer you're trying to release a song this is what you should do okay all that stuff so like giving value yeah people are gonna see that and it's just like i saw i saw this one girl on tiktok she was posting on how to blow up on tiktok and every single view had over sixty thousand. Uh, every video had over 60,000 views. Wow. And it's just on how she didn't even post the information. She didn't even tell us how to do it. She's just like, if you want to know more, follow me for future videos. And like, I think, I think they post that. So like, you know, like if you want to see more, follow me on uh, TikTok, follow me on Instagram, follow me on Twitter. Cause after a while, the more followers you get, you start making money off your followers, you know? And then you start making money off your viewers. And like, if you follow somebody on TikTok, right? Their their videos pop up more and more. So when it comes to you and what you want to do and like posting more and like really having value and really getting to people, you should do that. How to make beats, you know? Show what you do inside the studio without even making a beat. You know, if you want to see more, follow me up, follow my TikTok. 100%, like that girl's living off. Yeah. That girl's living off. And if you, if you go to TikTok too, but uh, um, well, I'm on Instagram. If you go to TikTok, I'll show you. It's like that girl has four accounts, and each one is over a hundred thousand followers. Yeah, it's like it has a little Instagram mark, and it sends you to wherever you want to go. Mm-hmm. And for you, you could do that. So it's like one of them. One of them you can do like what? What I? What should it? Like you want to show your beats. 100%. The other account you could do helping out producers. And every time a video ends, um, always end it with, if you want to see more, go check out and follow me at here, here, and here. You know what I'm saying? And in that little that little Instagram thing, they click on it and it comes down. It could be your YouTube. It could be your Twitter. It could be your Instagram, you know? So now they're in, if they click on your Instagram, right? They get sent to fashion dot productions, right? Then you have the link tree app, right, in your bio, and it has all your stuff. And now eventually, someone's gonna keep going till they buy it. So it's all like you said in the beginning, where it's it's like a circle, and it starts with not just one account, but like you said, two or three accounts on TikTok. Each TikTok account. When they want to go check out a different page, they all have the same Instagram account, same YouTube account linked to it. And when they click on that, they all go to the main page, which is your Instagram, which has uh, where they can go to the website where they can buy beats, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's the value in it right there. And then eventually you'll start making money off posting videos on your TikToks. You know, like you said, where it's like you post your in, you post your on your Instagram, you post your Twitter pictures, then you post like a funny GIF. And then you post yourself. You can do that with TikTok too, where it's like how to make a beat. You do this and you make a funny video, you know, because everyone's making them and everyone's making money off of them. So why not? And I question that myself, like, why not? Why can't that be me? And why can't that be you? So you can definitely do that. This is something I was talking about last night with my girl, actually, because I was coming home from the studio when I was, uh, when the, the, I was hanging out with the guys that paid me to show up to show them beats. It's just like, I stayed, I, they paid for two hours, but I stayed three. Smart. And the reason for it was like, if, if I had something to be, obviously I had to leave, right? But I didn't at that point have anything to do after, just come home. And she told me, it was like, you can't be giving out a free hour. But I was like, look, I did it because if I leave at, if I leave exactly at two and I really don't got nothing to do, it's just, they're going to feel like, oh, I was just trying to get out of there. And I wasn't really trying to be there. With, and me not trying to be there. You know, they would just think I'm an asshole. You know, I yeah. just went, took their money, and left. But if I stay and I really become friends with them, because at the end of the day, I want to be friends with them. They're if they're gonna pay me for my music, I might as well be friends with them. Yeah. They they most likely won't would rather buy a beat from me than a random YouTube video they find. If they ever need a special, um, like instrumental, like a custom, yeah. they're gonna come to me now because I'm their friend now. I'm exactly. not just someone that comes and takes their money. Sometimes you have to sacrifice that hour, you know, just so now they know, like, oh, this man stayed in a whole extra hour. Now, like, let's actually use him for something that we do, you know? Yeah. So like, it's smart that you stayed. Yeah, they're going to come to me now in the future for more music. First of all, they, they fucked with everything I showed them. Yeah. And um, now 
we gained a connection where we're friends now. Yeah. Right? And I know that the next time they ever talk about a beat or need a beat, they're going to come to me. Exactly. Not as smart. I don't want to take up any of your time. I know you're a busy man. Uh, there's one last thing I do want to ask. I, I got to hear a beat. I got to hear it. Just uh, a little bit. Just a little <laughs> bit. Just a little bit. I'm going to play like this. I made this club beat, which is kind of like for Drake, Tory Lane, something like that. This is nice. I can definitely hear this the club. I, I put like an ass shaking section. Yeah. This was blowing up right now, too. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can really see ass shaking right now. Yeah. You can check that out on the website. That's really good. That's really good. Thank you for coming on, man. I really do appreciate that. Listen. Yeah, anytime you want to come on, show music, show yourself, you want to bring the team on, we're always down. Uh, that was that was a really good beat. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> that you. was really fucking good. That was a really good beat. But uh, thanks, man. Thank you for coming on. Always an honor having you, bro. Um, Kevin Osorio, ladies and gentlemen. You can follow him at fashion.prod on Instagram. His website's in his bio. Make sure you go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Trash Talk Official. Thank you and hope you enjoyed the episode. Peace out.